Hey, Josh. Oh, hello. Hey, we're here, and it's not Morgan. There's no Morgan here. Yeah, it's just us. That's true. Morgan is—I don't know how far away England is, <laughs> but it's really far. Probably more than a hundred miles from here. Yep, at least. So that also sounds too far to me. So <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's like five thousand miles. Yeah, probably something like that. So she's probably not going to be on the show today, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. What are we going to do for a cold open, Josh? Go. Hey, you have a book called Spook on your bookshelf. I don't know what that's about. It's probably scary. It's very, it's, well, it's Morgan's book, so I don't really know. Uh, it's written by Mary Roach, so maybe it's about bugs. Double scary. I feel like she's the type of person that actually reads the books she has. <laughs> I know for a fact she's read that book, and I'm sure she's probably like, you guys, that's not at all what that book's about. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's a very serious book. It's either about a ghost or a spy. <laughs> I don't think that's not the kind of books that Morgan reads. <laughs> anyway, she also has lots of other books on the bookshelf. Oh, we're continuing with this thread. No, I don't. I don't know. Is there anything interesting on the bookshelf? No, no, not at all. Well, so you guys are in for one heck uh, of a yep. show. That book says Dune, but sideways that's a Z. So I thought it said Doos. Doos. But I wasn't reading the other letters sideways. <laughs> well. What a what a great way to start the podcast. Uh, start the show. <laughs> All right, Josh, today we are going to be watching a TV show, but I should start by saying the thing that we say at the beginning. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. Today we have Josh with us. Yeah. Hey, Josh. My last name is with us. (laughs) That sounds like it could be a last name. (laughs) Should be a last name. All right, so we had we just spent like an hour and a half trying to decide <laughs> yeah. something to watch. Yeah, we figured we, out a lot of future episodes for you. We have we found a lot of bad TV shows that were impossible to find, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of bad TV shows that mm, we just weren't in the mood for. So instead, we just came up with whatever we could find that had somebody from Stranger Things, because it was my grasping at straws to find some reason for people to listen to this show. That's right. We're watching a show with megastar david harbour hellboy himself hellboy himself ron perlman um (laughs) oh no wait david harbour uh did you watch hellboy no i heard it was bad so i really still want to watch it because i've heard it's bad from like 90 percent of people but then the other 10 percent are like "Mm, it's actually pretty good yeah i've also heard it's like hey um it's that guy who directs cool stuff if you like his movies, you'll like it. Yeah, it's Neil Marshall. Yeah, I forgot his name. But except for The Descent and Dog Soldiers, his first two movies, I don't really like any of his movies. What else did he do? That Doomsday? He did Doomsday. He did Centurion. Oh, Centurion. I never watched that. He did Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is why he's <laughs> back to being a relevant uh, director. Right. But I, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. What, what the hell? Uh, listeners, write in. Let us know. Should we give it a shot? <laughs> so we're watching a show called, I already forgot, State of emergency state of that play. video game that was based on a grand theft auto that didn't do well. it was based on grand theft auto i guess it was just a ripoff yeah of just grand rip- theft auto. <laughs> uh state of affairs um which i'm not even confident that david harbour has a prominent role on <laughs> but he is listed as being in all the episodes so uh i'm counting it as this is 
stranger. Ah, there's, I can't even think of a. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a good uh, title for a Stranger Things segment. Stranger Danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> So this show came out in 2014. Oh, I didn't realize it was even that recent. Stars, Katherine Heigl, uh, star of Grey's Anatomy. You might have heard of it from our Good Reception episode. And um, I don't know who else is on it. It, You said it was created by Joe Carnahan or he just directed it? Uh, He directed and wrote some episodes. I don't know if he created it or not. Oh, Alfred Woodard's also on it. Sweet. Uh, I don't know who Adam Kaufman is or Sheila Vand. And... Of course, last build, David Harbour. <laughs> He's probably like her mean boss or something. Should we watch the pilot of this show? I don't know. What is it supposed to I be? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's something about the government. It has mm. a, has like an American flag kind of thing. But, oh, and then this on Wikipedia, it says State of Affairs, but then State of Affairs has been redacted in red. So, <laughs> which is mm. which is bad because you can read State of Affairs clearly right. through it. They should redact in black. Is that Wikipedia trying to be clever? <laughs> no. Weird. it's on, There's a picture of it. Oh, okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I thought there were themes now on Wikipedia. No, that isn't the act. It just is in a regular font, italicized state gotcha. of affairs. So what do you think that tell that? What do you think <laughs> that state of affairs is about? What channel was it on? Do we know? It was on NBC from November uh, 17th NBC. to another date. That was only, it was on for 13 episodes season. <laughs> this was a huge mega hit. Same time as Grey's Anatomy. Um, I think it needs to be, she's going to be some sort of government worker and it's going to be really boring. Maybe she's a lawyer or something for a government agency of some kind, but she has to be having an affair with somebody. <laughs> that's where the pun comes in. Right. Otherwise, don't call it that. I think that's all. <laughs> I, it's just going to be a drama about her dealing with relationships. I, I hope mean, it's not, but I feel like it might be. Uh, everything that I've gathered from trying not to learn too much about it seems to point that it's going to be an action show, not a oh, drama. It's going to be like a Homeland type show? Yeah, That'd I think cool. that's exactly the kind of thing it's going to be. I guess that would make more sense that Joe Carnahan <laughs> has something to do with it. He's not a huge uh, drama director. Well, he likes to do dramatic things, but with, like, guns and cops. Right. Yeah. His, Gritty, tough guys his like most Catherine Heigl. <laughs> his most dramatic movie ends with wolves attacking Liam Neeson. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Narc's pretty dramatic. Narc is super dramatic, but it's also very druggy and, like, gun cop movie. Yeah, so maybe this is... I think it's going to be a dark thriller uh government i'm she's got to be like in the fbi or something and she's going undercover and then she's got to like infiltrate the terrorists by going under the covers then that's where the affair comes in yep but guess what she falls in love with one of the terrorists <laughs> oh no this would be a bad job <laughs> <laughs> or one of the terrorists falls in love with her and then that's less of a problem yes and decides to turn and give information to them. Yeah, I like that. All right. But then, um, but he's done a lot of bad stuff. Right. And they're like, we can't just forgive this guy. But she's like, but I love him. <laughs> and then they both have to go on the run because she doesn't want to give up their relationship. And that's the state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I hope that's what the show's about. Uh, give me something specific you're expecting to find in state of affairs. Um She's going to do that Marvel thing where she's like tied up or trapped or something. And then she does like a head scissors on someone and beats them. Oh, up. my God. I feel like that's that era. 
Okay. Where all the female leads and action shows are doing that stuff. Does she do the thing like where she like spins around with her leg stuck out a little bit and then she has a gun and she points it at somebody? I feel like Scarlett Johansson Probably. does that in every single movie she's in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. I feel like it's just going to be rehash action shots from movies of that time, mm-hmm. but in a TV show. So like not as good. Right. Uh, I think that in this show, we're going to get car chase. Definitely a car oh, chase. Yeah. Um, there's going to be at least three cars that flip over. And... <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> They're just speeding by so fast down a street with parked cars and three of them flip over. No, there's just big strong men in the street uh, and they're flipping cars over. <laughs> like that Mentos commercial? Right. Well, they just well they just moved the car. That would have been a more devastating commercial if they flipped that lady's car over with her inside of it. Yeah, isn't it? Like, they just pull it out because she gets, like, wedged in. Yeah, she can't get out of her parking spot and then she eats a Mentos and then like four giant dudes come out and pull her car out of the parking spot. Isn't there another one where a guy walks through a limousine? <laughs> oh yeah. He can't get, yeah, he can't get across so the street just... and he's like, Oh, well I better have a Mentos. And now <laughs> I just walk through this he limousine, walks through someone's limousine. And I think the people are still in the back seat. Yeah. And I think he like grabs the champagne. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy's a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's trespassing for sure. <laughs> That's not okay. Don't do that. Even if you do have Mentos. He probably stole those Mentos. Well, he probably gave them a Mento. Oh. Uh, yeah. And then they were like, nah, I see, I see what you're doing. You're trying to get through our car because of traffic jam. Yep. People don't know things unless you give them Mentos. <laughs> right. Nobody's willing to have any kind of perspective unless you give them a Mento. Um, what else did I say? Oh, cars are going to flip over. Uh, there's going to be a sniper. <laughs> and they're gonna have Catherine Heigl right dead to rights, and then right before that, there's gonna be a bird and comes and distracts the guy, <laughs> flies through a scope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm betting there's gonna be a lot more uh, physical humor in this than is uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> than is probably reasonable to expect. Uh, Strongmen so. flipping cars, birds, are, <laughs> birds distracting uh, snipers. What else? What else can we say about this show? <laughs> hmm, state of affair. Do we know what uh what show she left before being on this one? By being a movie star, I think. Oh, uh, was that? Okay. I, I think that this is her sense. like this is her like humbling moment of being like, listen, uh every single movie that I've done has tanked. <laughs> I think it's time for me to go back to my roots. It was right after she did that one with uh not gerard depardieu but <laughs> yeah she did my father the hero <laughs> oh she was in a movie with him <laughs> i was right. thinking of uh yeah gerard butler. gerard butler uh which one the ugly truth yes the ugly truth mm, i think she did more between them oh man let's see let's just read katherine heigl's <laughs> imdb people are so enthralled so this was 2014 wow she did a lot of movies right before that uh she did a movie called home sweet hell um, which right. they do an episode of on the flop house oh that's where i've heard it uh and that sounds really bad a movie called jackie and ryan i have no idea the nut job uh, animated movie oh yeah what the squirrel i'm assuming the big wedding which i remember <laughs> is some so comedy with straight to video uh national no. lampoon movie. <laughs> <laughs> no that doesn't sound like national lampoons because national lampoons would be like the boner wedding um which I would watch, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, it's with Robert De Niro. It's like a it's like a big ensemble comedy. Oh, it was weird. like a big movie, and I, when I remember when it came out, I was like, "What the hell is the big wedding?" That is a bad title. One for the money, two for the show. <laughs> <laughs> One for the money they did on the Flop House too. Oh, did they? Yeah, she has a lot of bad movies. So yeah, she, th- that was just the two years previous. Jeez. And then she went back to State of Affairs, which was, of course, immediately canceled. 
And oh, she was in more TV shows. She's in a show called Doubt. After this, they got canceled with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the spinoff. I don't. I was gonna make a joke, but I don't really know what the movie's about. Molesting priests? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Something like that. And that would be priests that molest, not right, people molesting. Not people priests. molesting the priests. Yeah, they'd be like, "There's a whole another side to this you didn't even know." <laughs> They're yeah. the victims. She's in another failed TV show from two years or three years later called Doubt. So I mean, we might be maybe maybe <laughs> Catherine Heigl needs her own uh, series. What rhymes with Heigl? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Mm, literally nothing. <laughs> Robert the, Schmeigel. The Heigl Feigels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like files. files. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, go with that. <laughs> I think it's Robert Smeagol, but oh, is it? Maybe I've it's Smeagol. Smeagol. I don't know. So we could do uh, what's his what's his thing? The dog triumph. Yeah, we can do the. <laughs> was there a triumph show? Uh, there might have been. He's on. I've, he's on enough things. Yeah, I feel like they'd probably try to do a like a talk show on TBS or something. I feel like that bit is way too thin to be a whole show. Yeah. Well, they did an Alf. <laughs> <laughs> interview show as well they did an elf period there was an elf <laughs> that existed and uh, according to our research there are at least three elf spinoff shows yep. a cartoon a talk show oh, yeah. and elf tales i just found out today uh what's his talk show called like elf has a really good talk show i think it's just like the elf show or something no it has a funny name oh, it's it like like elf's really it might just be like elf's really big talk show let's see elf's talk show elf's hit talk show is what it's oh. called Alf loves cats, but not as much as interviewing people. That should have been the tagline. Maybe or the it title. was. That should have been the whole title. Eating cats and meeting chats. <laughs> there you go. Yep. I don't know if meeting chats is really a phrase. <laughs> yeah, but... That's when you uh, talk to someone for the first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to use that in a, in a sentence, but I can't think of a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, you know, the other day I was meeting chats with some new people and... Uh, now I know them. Now I can never meet chats with them again. Just regular chats. Yep. What do you think David Harbour's role on this show will be? I think he is just going to be like her jerk boss or maybe, uh, like a rival of some kind. Okay. What would, if he was the jerk boss, what does she do? Did you say what she does? Um, or are we going with so. that she's an undercover? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I really hope she is. Oh, I said she might be the like lawyer. A, a lawyer for whatever that government agency is but i don't <laughs> know government. i don't know if lawyers would be in the like actual like action i would think not yeah, yeah not typically <laughs> she <laughs> yeah they would probably talk to her after the action happened mm-hmm. well daredevil he's oh, in yeah. the action well <laughs> that's a little different i think nope it's exactly the same as state of affairs is she an undercover lawyer who's actually an fbi agent yes she doesn't know anything about lawyering, but they were like, we need you to infiltrate this this corrupt law office. And she's like, I'll do my best. It's like kindergarten cop, but with lawyers. But instead of being a kindergarten teacher, she's a, she has to be a lawyer? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Her it's partner like, was supposed to be the lawyer. He knows all about law. He went to school for it, but then he got pregnant. <laughs> Wait, and is it kindergarten cop or is it junior? Kindergarten cop. I'm just kidding because he got pregnant. That's true. Uh, but his partner gets pregnant in kindergarten cop, and that's why he has. To well, why does their partner have to be a boy? He could be. A, it could be a female partner. They can both be women. Josh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think David Harbor is going to be 
her best friend <laughs> just because it's only like a 20 year difference that would be so funny if that if if and in real life if they were best friends <laughs> and he has he like they are roommates <laughs> they <laughs> they both have great jobs but they are roommates well you know it's washington dc and real estate's it's tough to come by That's it's true. expensive and so they are the roommate best friends that also have maybe he doesn't even work maybe he is a totally different I mean he does work but he has a totally different job like he's just her her best friend who's a chef and then <laughs> she she'll come home and he can make her like fancy uh what's oh. it called when you go to Benihana and they make a volcano out of onions and it explodes vo- onion volcano yeah i think that's what they went with <laughs> they did a first draft on that oh i have a new i have a new pr- prediction for this episode david harbour is gonna make an onion volcano <laughs> um what i hope i know it's not gonna happen but because you said that i hope every time she comes home from work they have a little kitchen island uh-huh. and that's where he's always cooking every time she comes home and she's just like tells him about her day and stuff and then we won't know unless we watch the final episode but turns out he's imaginary (laughs) i hope not that's my least favorite trope in tv shows it's always so obvious it drives me crazy but in a show like this it would be very unexpected it would would be out of nowhere until like the fifth episode came and i was like how come nobody else ever (laughs) sees or talks to why is he always wearing the same shirt (laughs) i mean i guess i have heard stranger things And we brought it all back around. (laughs) All right, let's watch State of Affairs, a show that is almost certainly nothing like what we're (laughs) expecting. We'll be right back. They say, leave no man behind. And his time is running out. Jack Dawkins was taken from prison. Next Monday. This man saved my life. Come with me! They'll move mountains to rescue an American hero. But what they uncover... Come on, Jack. ...is truly... A game changer. Dawkins isn't here. What does that mean? New State of Affairs next Monday at 10, 9 central. And we're back. Yeah, I just did it normal this time. We've been doing it silly every time, and this time we're just doing it regular. Yep, that's what you get when I'm here. No shenanigans. <laughs> just straightforward podcasting. Only information. Uh, so we watched this show that's called State of Affairs. <laughs> Certainly did. And we decided, oh my goodness, uh, my voice is my voice is trying to escape. Uh, we decided that we wouldn't watch the pilot because why? The pilots are super <laughs> right. boring and they're all the same and just yep. setting up the characters in the story. And we said, what the heck? Let's uh, let's take a look at some of the episode names. And one of the episodes was called Ghosts. And we were like, yeah, I think that's the right yeah, one because there weren't any called Spook. That's <laughs> 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 as close as we could get. Yeah, there was a couple other ones that had moderately entertaining sounding names, but it's episode eight of season one of State of Affairs, Ghosts. And let me tell you, man, this was a scary episode. (laughs) There were so many ghosts. There were so many white, you know, white bedsheets with holes cut out of them, and they were doing the noise (laughs) just in the background though while all the drama was happening (laughs) while the boring ass shit that this show is was going on you have to really look for it but the ghosts (laughs) are there in the background i guess every show has ghosts in it (laughs) you just can't see them Uh, i mean probably if ghosts are real yeah if (laughs) uh no there were no ghosts in this episode i mean not that we actually expected there to be ghosts in a 
probably political based show. Right, but it didn't have anything to even do with any ghosts of any well, kind. It's figurative because But even that I was like, why why? <laughs> why is it called that? I think I get it, but let's let's get into what this show is. And let me tell you right now, there's a lot of this episode that I was not paying any attention. Yep. This me show too. was boring. Hey, have you ever seen Veep? It's that, with zero comedy and twice as long. I was going to say, this is like if Aaron Sorkin decided to write 24, but lost (laughs) any talent for dialogue or humor or interesting characters. Like, somebody was, like, definitely had that idea of, like, what if it was just, like, a bunch of people, like, and and it's just, like, the day in the life of people that surround the president, and they're like, yeah, it's just Veep. (laughs) Like, no, but they deal with, like, terrorists. They're like, kind of like 24. Yeah, but without any action, (laughs) and also no snappy dialogue, and no humor at all. Um, But a lot of famous people on it, for some reason. The cast for this show is pretty good. Alfrey Woodard, we said, was on it. Um, She's the president. Yep. Um, which was cool. And then her first husband is Courtney B. Vance. And I was like, oh, so we have like actually like good actors on this show. <laughs> yeah. And then there was Katherine Heigl, who <laughs> was on the show. It's weird that she's the main character because her character isn't interesting and right. I wonder isn't if in it that much. It also seems like we watched an episode where something traumatic happened to her previously. And this is her like coming back into the storyline. So I could not figure out why this was the eighth episode. Right. I was like, this seems like the second episode mm-hmm. because yeah, she's like coming back to work or something. Yeah. Uh, she has someone has like taken over her position as the, yeah, Mo. the briefer. Yeah. Mo, the daily briefer to the president. Uh-huh. And she doesn't know what she's doing. And at one point she's like, I just want to get the old gang back together. Like the show's been on for Years and years, <laughs> yeah. but it's only the eighth episode. That's what I mean. Like, this feels more like we're kind of, like, I think this would almost even work for a pilot the way that it's set up because she, Catherine Heigl's coming back and everybody keeps being like, oh, she's, she's back. She, yeah. The, the, whatever, like, like she's like this mythical character. Like, she's so fucking good at being the president's advisor. What is she? She's the, she's the Anna Klumsky okay. of, veep she's that right but not funny or as attractive (laughs) (laughs) um so then yeah so she was replaced and we don't know they never say what happened right they said she's suffering from ptsd yeah she says something about not being able to remember something that happened and she didn't say cabo she said somewhere more uh dangerous (laughs) uh cobble cobble yeah there's yeah so Yes, yeah, so, and she has amnesia. She can't. Right. She can't remember certain things. Isn't that like Homeland? Doesn't she have like memory stuff going um, on? I've never has, seen Homeland, so I don't know. She has like severe bipolar disorder, so sometimes she doesn't take her meds, and oh, okay. she thinks she's seeing things. Got it. That sounds way more interesting than Homeland show. is way better. Homeland's awesome. I only I watched the first episode of Homeland and I thought it was kind of boring. It kind of reminded me of this show where I was like a lot, <laughs> a lot of people talking about boring yeah. uh, politics stuff. Uh, both me and Josh, not super well versed in political <laughs> things. So we're probably going to be saying a lot of stuff like, I don't know, some dumb politics stuff. Yep. So there are a bunch of characters. <laughs> there are so many characters. All of which I do not know anything about. Nope. Uh, we said Catherine Heigl. We said Alfred Woodard. Uh, the guy from Buffy who is <laughs> who he, sleeps with Buffy and then never calls her back. Yeah, he's that guy. 
I was like, who is that guy? I was like, he, I, I, I think I remember him seeing him in something when he was like a teenager or something. Like I thought it was going to be like one of those national lampoons, <laughs> those shitty national lampoons yeah. movie that came out when we worked at the video store. Right. <laughs> Everybody else knows. The Naked Mile. Uh, well, that was one of the American Pie ones. What was the one? There was one that had Daniel Fischel from, uh, oh, was there? yeah, from, oh, uh, Boy Meets World. And I watched that one. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, there's a bunch of those really shitty <laughs> National Lampoon's movies. He wasn't from those. He was from Buffy. He's Parker. Uh, I don't know what he does. We said Mo. She's like... Yeah, they're like the researchers. Okay. Um, so again, if you watch Veep, it's all those <laughs> other characters that Anna Klumski is always like having fun, witty dialogue with uh-huh. in the office. It's those guys. Got it. Then there is other characters oh so the main the main story one of the two main stories in this is that there's a one of their cia they're the cia right yes so i looked on imdb because i wanted to know what the hell katherine heigl was until uh-huh. they finally were like oh she's been replaced temporarily because she's having ptsd yeah. or whatever um she was a cia agent and the president want wanted her to be her daily briefer got it because she's so in and the president used to be a soldier is that what she was saying or i missed that whole part i don't know (laughs) i thought when she has she has this conversation with with the soldier and she's like when we were fighting together side by side or whatever they were talking about and i was like is that figuratively because she was like and i'm the commander-in-chief and i was like but the commander-in-chief doesn't usually go like fight right not unless it's independence day (laughs) and they need someone to although if there was gonna be Somebody that I would get behind <laughs> telling a rousing Independence Day speech that was not B- Bill Pullman. It would definitely be Alfred Woodard. What were we saying? Uh, we we're just listening off the characters. Oh, she may oh. or may not have been a soldier. So the main one of the main po- po- uh, plot devices of this is it even starts with this is there's a prisoner, a POW guy or whatever. He's a CIA agent. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's like in Panama, I guess yeah sure and um they're in, interrogating him i was gonna say investigating him they're not investigating him uh and they're like you tell us that you work for the cia and he's like no and they're like please <laughs> they're like if you just tell us that you work for the cia then that's that's it you can go and he's like no i don't work for the cia and they're like dang it <laughs> that usually works <laughs> we thought we were gonna trick him um so then they they i don't know they lock him up in handcuffs and parade him around the jungle yeah i don't know what they were doing so (laughs) he gets he gets put in a cell of some kind Mm -hmm. and then those guys get murdered by someone else sure and then they take him out of the jungle that's right because because then back at the cia they're like somebody took whatever his name fletcher or whatever it is yeah and so yeah the guys in the jungle also get murdered well he escapes and then well, of uh, course because he's an american right. agent so it's very easy for him to just disarm like four guys in the jungle in the middle it, of the night and he also does like <laughs> some stupid like like your shoes are untied oh, kind yeah. of like, <laughs> he's like trickery and i was like yeah, really no. that tricked the guy <laughs> it wasn't that but it was something like he did some little trick of the uh, he outwitted him in some dumb way uh that's one of the stories that's going on the yeah. other story that's going on is that there's Somebody put a bomb in front of the Washington Monument, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So, people are... They didn't really put a bomb there, but yeah, they people, pretended to. There is some type of terrorist organization. 
I think they keep calling them FARC. Yeah, I know. Soldiers but every, with every time it sounds like the same FARC. <laughs> but they kept saying FARC troopers. <laughs> and it was super funny. And they were saying it really deadpan. <laughs> like they weren't even cracking a smile when they were saying it. It sounded just like FARC. Um, yeah, so they have some type of symbol. The FARC soldiers do. <laughs> Yeah, on these backpacks um and then the backpacks keep being left at like uh, the first one they find at the washington monument so they think there's probably a bomb in it um and then they find a bunch of different ones all over the place right uh 17 000 of them uh and counting no no not backpacks there's there's they're full of pictures yeah but i thought all those pictures were the symbols people finding the symbols and then sending it to them. Oh, finding the symbols. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought you said 17,000 backpacks. Oh, no, no, no. I was, was like, that would be so many yeah, backpacks. They, so that was like the first picture they got. And then they kept getting, they kept intercepting a bunch of different pictures with the fart symbol. <laughs> <laughs> on right. it Of like different backpacks or like one of them was a car or something. And they were trying to piece together who was leaving or who was taking the pictures. Right. That was that. <laughs> that was that. Uh, we find out. The structure of this episode is really weird. We find out who it is, like, with five minutes left of the episode. Right. Uh, it's this high school girl, and it's supposed to be a big reveal because she's, like, a, a blonde, white t- teenager. And at first, because of the way she's dressed, and the I looked it up because I was like, hey, I recognize that guy. She was in, a like, a dorm room with some guy. With this fucking hipster guy? His name is Hipster on the show. <laughs> That's his character name. Um, he's one of the guys from the new Blair Witch movie. That's what I recognized him from. Oh. Um, but he has, like, two lines. Uh, but I... Because of the way they're dressed and talking, I thought it was a flashback, and that was Katherine Heigl <laughs> as a teenager. So I was very confused when they showed her again um, after you find out it's not a flashback. Also, I was thinking it was a flashback because I thought that would be part of the ghost's title. Oh. But it, it was not. <laughs> it, well, it, it never tricked me. I was on top of it the entire time. Well, because they find her, because they find a picture, and then they're like, what did you find? Did you do facial recognition? And they're like, no, we got the one the picture of just the hand in the way and they're like how'd you do that and they're like well you see the way that the veins are on in your hands is more even more unique than a fingerprint and i don't know if that's true <laughs> i've never heard i've never heard that before and it life. sounds ridiculous <laughs> the way the pattern of your veins i don't know man that sounds maybe that's true but no one has vein prints of anybody yeah like what would they run that against yeah what would they run that against it's <laughs> a very good question josh uh, I feel like this is more CSI nonsense yeah. where they're just like, we can, we can find you using our magic tools. <laughs> like, you know, any of those magic tools get out of here. CSI. Um, so yeah, they find that girl and then, well, or they, they figure out that that's who it is. Oh, and that's why it was easy for me to follow is because it, <laughs> it they zoom in on her, on the picture and then it cuts to her uh, arm and zooms out. Yeah. I was not paying attention. I was probably looking up <laughs> hipster. <laughs> yeah. She's like, there are some really bad exposition. She's she's talking to the hipster guy who's like really awkwardly being like, so anyway, did you want to have a boyfriend and could it be me? And she's like, I don't What are you talking? Get out of here. But he's like, so you're in Phi Delta Kappa. Uh, is it really true that they make you make a list of the things that you want to do this year? And I was like, oh, my God, that's the laziest <laughs> fucking plot device. And then she's like. It sure is true, and I definitely put in my secret plans to to de- to fuck with America's government. Like you wouldn't. That's what you would put in there. Probably leave that part out. You don't have to be completely honest. <laughs> and and so she does. She does like a very villainy. Like oh, I have plans, big plans. I'm gonna change. Oh, she's like, I'm gonna make some changes, real changes. 
And that's the only thing that we see of that girl in yep. this episode. But she did it. She put the bomb. Definitely. Well, her backpack has the fart symbol on right. it. Right. Because she got that fart backpack. <laughs> and we assume at the end of the episode, she's she leaves and she has a, a backpack on. And we know, like... That the first one was empty, but this one she's serious about. So right. she's about to go blow something up or put a backpack somewhere. Yep. Exciting stuff. We didn't get to that in this episode. <laughs> nope. We didn't get to any backpack placement. What else? Um, what else is this show about? Adam Arkin shows up. That's right. His team's the one that saves the POW guy. Right. The president. Okay, so the president and her first husband have a conversation where he's like, they're going to they're gonna rescue this guy, and you're going to look like such an asshole that you didn't rescue him first. And she's like, no, I'm never going to let that happen. And then that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and it's Adam Arkin. Um, yeah, which sucks, because I saw Adam Arkin at the beginning of the like special guest, mm-hmm. and for some reason, as soon as his name went away, my brain went, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin's going to show up. No. So then when son. Adam Arkin showed up, I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, they're both pretty cool. He's not as cool as his dad, but yeah. he's pretty cool. Yep. He's, he's, he just is like a very Adam Arkin character. Uh, you might remember him from our episode on baby talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in that. <laughs> he's the main guy. He's the dad in that. The one about the talking baby. Oh, God. That shows, that shows even worse than this. Uh, he's, he's just being like very coy and, and, and like, assholey to uh katherine heigl she's like well what who would who do you work for where, where did you find him and he's like oh we just happened to be flying around and we saw a fellow american in trouble so we picked him up oh when they're because <laughs> they go to look for his name's jack the pow guy they uh-huh. go to look for him in the jungle where he was but all they find are those dead soldiers and mo goes uh uh to get out of there that quickly and quietly must have been a helo and katherine heigl goes yeah it had to have been a, a chopper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we got that from what Mo said. You'd have to repeat it. <laughs> also, I mean, at this point, you guys might, say, might as well say helicopter. Right. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. The one thing, the only thing I did not pick up on is what the hell David Harbor's job was. I assumed he was her like head of secret Security, service, yeah. but he didn't have an earpiece in. <laughs> so and as been. far as I know, that's what all heads of secret service look like from yeah. every TV show and movie. What's that guy's name on 24? He plays the head of security. Curtis. It's Curtis. That doesn't sound right. He was the, the black guy. No, I'm talking yeah. about, he's like the older white guy. He's a character actor. He shows up in oh, a ton Xander of Berkeley. Nope. I know who Xander <laughs> Berkeley is. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, he plays a security guy. Uh, it doesn't Interesting. matter. I guess uh, we're going to have to recommend 24 <laughs> to people instead uh, of this it's show. Not, it's not worth looking up. Anyway, uh, yeah, David Harbour plays... I mean, I don't even know if he is. I, you might be just, we might just be assuming that because he's a big, intimidating guy. Right. Because he the, was also just there all the time in the, the Oval Office with the president in like every scene until the end. Yeah. But then there's also a scene where she sits down with him and is like, hey, I need your advice. And then right. he's like... I don't think you want my advice on this. Yeah. I think you know whose advice you want. And he's talking about Catherine Heigl. Right. But th- he didn't replace Catherine Heigl. <laughs> right. Uh, and then also, when that was happening, I was like, oh, maybe he's the vice president? But he wasn't wearing the American flag pin or anything. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't the vice he, president. No, he wasn't, because he goes to that restaurant, and he's just by himself, like, walking around. That's no one right. recognizes him or anything. Um, so I have no idea what his job was in this show. Some sort of person that works yep. with the president. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. I was glad that he had not a substantial role, but like pretty much as much as anybody mm-hmm. else. I would say yeah. he had almost as much screen time as Catherine Heigl. But he did not have any screen time with Catherine Heigl. Oh, I, I see behind the scenes feud. <laughs> yeah. Classic Catherine Heigl feud. Uh-huh. So, so in, uh, in short, he was not her best friend no. on this show. Or a ghost. Um, we don't know that. <laughs> Maybe that's what the title was referring to. <laughs> I mean, we do know that he's not imaginary because we see him talking to several different people. Right. But he could still be a ghost. Or they could all be ghosts, too. Everybody could be ghosts. <laughs> that's why it's called that. What if it's a very important plot <laughs> device that we know that they're all dead? It was like in the afterlife, just like a flip version of the real world because they're all dead, but they're still playing political games. okay why is that like the real world because there's presidents and stuff and cia they're still cia just after just like the real world not mtv's the the real world (laughs) no not with the miz (laughs) not with puck (laughs) um so that's it that's the show i i it is just a lot of people talking and there's like there's like this one scene where there was like five people and they were all talking about like what was going on they were just spouting all of these like technical terms and i was like i don't think i picked up one single thing no. from what they were talking about it was all just technical yeah. jargon nonsense the only like drama or i don't i don't even know what to call it but the only like character development i thought was going to happen was when mo fucked up the like she went into the briefing but page oh, seven yeah. was missing and then she like went back to the office was like hey you guys screwed me over and they're like you gotta double check it before you do that that moment. was such a veep <laughs> moment i was like if this was veep they could have mined some really yeah. good comedy out of this yeah they just and he did it on purpose stupid parker yeah stupid but it wasn't dick. <laughs> what is it wasn't even that page seven was missing it was there it was just blank <laughs> like he put a blank piece of paper in there yeah i i they never explicitly say that he did it on purpose i'm just assuming because he looked like an asshole because he's like i don't know what you're talking i, I did yeah, print yeah. everything uh so maybe it was just an honest mistake <laughs> yeah, i don't know because literally everyone's like yeah you gotta double check it no one's like hey i'm on your side they're all like yeah Which, that's your fault <laughs> It's kind of a dick thing to be like, <laughs> right. like they could be like, listen, that does suck, but you do need to make sure because yeah. she probably should be double checking, <laughs> but that's not the way to, to treat somebody who just had a, a mistake pointed out to them by the president. Be like, <laughs> Hey, Oh geez. Yeah. Sorry. That, that happened to you. But next time let's all try better at doing double checks on our work. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, she's going to get it right this time. But she was like, no, oh, I quit today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she because one Ka- mistake and then she was like fuck this well because no she's being noble because katherine heigl is so obviously the best person for the <laughs> right. job everybody keeps saying like oh the the great is back she's here she's she, she's ready for action and even the president is like boy i really wish that katherine heigl was my <laughs> right. right man my right man hand again <laughs> all right man hand <laughs> and then i guess at the end of the episode she's just like oh cool thanks and yeah. then is just, i guess just becomes that again doesn't feel like is that how politics work i don't do people think just so. decide and and yeah, do whatever they feel like doing I, yeah i don't think you can do that <laughs> seems like there should be some sort of uh like paperwork or involved at least paperwork <laughs> no you just go in and do whatever you feel like, like doing. oh i'm back today like okay yeah everybody seems surprised that she was back too <laughs> right and she just showed up and was like i'm ready for work mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it seems pretty dangerous. You would think if someone's gone for a while in that type of position, that yeah, there has she to works be, in the CIA. Yeah, there has to be well, like compromised. additional background checks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, for a normal person, sure, but for Charlie, <laughs> that's her name on the show. Oh yeah, her name is Charlie. There's no background checks because everybody knows for a hundred percent sure that she is legit, and she definitely didn't fall in love with a terrorist. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. We we're hoping none of my happen. stuff happened. There wasn't even oh, a car chase. There was that one super weird scene where it's like three scenes worth of terrorists making some guy name off diamonds. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe I forgot. I was like, don't forget this scene. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, so Wait. The, oh, you're going to tell? Are you oh, gonna no, you go ahead because it's just mushed in my brain. No, it just sounded like you were going to move on. And I was like, no, no, no. Oh, no, we you gotta, go ahead. We have to explain what happened. <laughs> no, yeah. It's probably the most entertaining and so, pointless part of the show. I have absolutely no idea who this character is <laughs> me too. i mean this is definitely a you probably should have watched the first seven yeah. episodes i thought he was there to get jack back the pow guy but jack's back already yeah i don't know <laughs> he's still there naming off gems and he, stuff he just he just shows up on the show and then he like meets up with some bad dudes i guess and they are like hey we're gonna take you somewhere secret but you have to break your phone. And he's like, okay. But he's like, he's the sassy character. He's our one source of sassy material. And he, he barely even does any of so it. So deadpan and dull. It's not good. Like, But he does have at least one-liners. They weren't funny, but there was an attempt at some humor. Anyway, they take him out into the middle of nowhere. And they're like, oh, so you say you're this big diamond expert, right? And he says... No, I just know how to sell them. And then they say, well, if you're such a big diamond expert. And I was like, but he just said that's not that he's like a black market dealer. He's not an expert in diamonds right. uh, or gemstones. And they're like, okay, well, then why don't you name all of these gems? And he pours out no less than 50 gems and in a humongous pile of gems. Yeah. And he's like, all right, number one. And I was like. Yeah. And then they, they, they cut keep back doing to that. it yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, it takes them a while. There are a lot of gems in there. Um, but they keep doing like the suspenseful, like, oh, no, he's not going to know how to do it. But he's he is an expert. He knows every single one of them. Either he is an expert or nobody knows. <laughs> right. That's, that's what he, I was. I, I mean, I don't I assume that he probably did know. But I was like, if I was in that situation, just play it cool. Be 100 percent confident. There's no way uh, anybody knows what all 50 yeah. of those gems were. It was funny just to me, because in my head, when he pours the thing out, I was like, I would just say amethyst to everyone. And the very first one he goes, it's like amethyst. It's like, yep, that would be my play. Well, all of them were like it, it, he, he like held up a green one and he was like emerald and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah i could guess that uh so that scene was ridiculous and i think that's the last of the characters on this show and it's definitely the last of anything i care about uh the first man of the president does meet up secretly with some old lady and oh yeah and leaves with a folder of some kind and he looked at a picture and i was watching it and i was absorbing nothing because i was like <laughs> after it was over i was like i probably should have paid attention to what that picture was but i didn't i didn't my brain didn't register it I so don't i don't know even remember him looking at a picture yeah he opens it and it like does a close-up on a picture Uh-oh. and the picture is definitely of something important <laughs> it's not just a picture of their family or something i was looking at the screen i don't <laughs> that's re- what i mean that's remember. how boring the show was it's like i was looking at it and my brain just refused to absorb the information because i think at that point i was like oh so he's not having an affair 
And I was just imagining him having an affair instead of whatever he was actually doing on screen. It would have been more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's state of affairs. There's probably <laughs> other stuff that happened. I don't care. Yep. All right. As much as we love to make fun of bad TV, we also believe every show has a silver lining. And that's why we always have to find something that we genuinely, unironically enjoyed. It's time to say something nice. All right, Josh, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, okay. What so, can you say nice about this show? Um, I guess towards the beginning when the Jack POW guy, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, when he's in the jail cell um, and some random dudes come by and kill the other bad guys, uh, one of them gets shot pretty brutally in the head. Yep. Like and, super violent. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's pretty cool to do <laughs> TV show. I wasn't expecting that on an NBC drama. Um, uh, but beyond that, they, I, I don't know. They really tricked us with that cold open. I was like, yeah. I was still, it's just not my genre. Even if it was that type of show, I would have still been bored by it. But they led us to believe this was going to be a 24 style action right. spy show where it was going to be like, they're going to be in the Middle East and they're going <laughs> to be military dudes and they're going to be picking people off. No sniper. There's also no fucking sniper <laughs> no in this sniper episode. Whatsoever. Uh, they're going to be shooting people and it's going to be brutal and crazy. Not That was never nope. happened again. Oh, here's an actual thing I did like that I forgot. I liked Mo. I thought Mo was good. They didn't give her a lot to do. Yeah. But I feel like she would have been uh, very good in uh, probably Catherine Heigl's <laughs> position. She was she was charming. I don't know that her performance was, like, good, but I guess, like... <laughs> she was the only one I <laughs> believed actually cared about being on the show. Right. My Something Nice is going to be... It was funny because I looked up uh, the critical reception for the show, and it's very bad. <laughs> it was poor. It was uh-huh. not not well received. It was like, aside from Alfre Woodard, everything in this show is terrible. And I was like, that's the thing I was going to say. <laughs> so I guess I just agree with everybody yeah. else. It's not fair because she's just a fucking great actress. The material is garbage, but like she's just a commanding perf- like performer. Mm. So when she's saying stuff, like even though I'm like, I don't care, it's still like, but at least she's doing it like, like with some sort of passion and importance behind it. It really was weird that there were like decent actors in this show. They didn't need them because right. it was bad. And I feel like all of them, if it was even slightly better, they could have pulled pulled off a decent show. But there's just nothing going on. Yep. I really wish anything would have happened on this show. And it was produced by two high goals. It was produced by Katherine Heigl and like Linda Heigl or something like that. Oh, so maybe her sister. Yeah, probably. Or her mom. Or her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Be interesting if it was her daughter. Well, like 10 year old, really into espionage thrillers. <laughs> yeah. She was like, there has to be a, a scene where someone's naming off all the gems because I just learned this in school. And a scene where somebody gets brutally shot in the head. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Uh, Josh, if there was... Oh, wait. I, there was supposed to be a, a uh, segment for this. Josh, it's time for the new segment, Spinoff Showcase. Spinoff Showcase song. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's the Spinoff Showcase song. It's That's in the books now. Uh, if you could pick any character in this show to have a spinoff, who would it be and what would the, sh- what would the show be? All right. And what would so- it be called? 
<laughs> so there's um, the guy who's not Parker in the office. There's a, mm-hmm. another white guy that's in there with he's Boy, like a redhead guy. Don't even remember. He kind of looks like oh. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah, he's got kind of like a, a big nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be about him. Okay, it'd be about his daily life, not working at the White House. <laughs> Never cutting nope. to that. And he would just be like a single dad. There would be a lot of hijinks. He would have triplet girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be about him having to do like PTA meetings and stuff. And it would be all that. And he would always have to like leave and get babysitters. And that's where you would get like love interests and guest, guest stars. Because um, he would always have to be gone. He would be like the <laughs> guest star of every episode. <laughs> because he'd barely be there because his job is so demanding. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called Absentee Father, the show, the yep. sitcom. It would be called Three Babies and a Man. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be called See I Later. <laughs> nope. That one I don't think it could be. Uh, if I could pick a spinoff of any of these characters, I mean, for the sake of this episode, I'm going to say David Harbour. And he gets fired <laughs> from his job. <laughs> his job has something. Mm-hmm. I can't really have it have anything to do with his job because I'm not sure what it is. But let's just say he gets fired and he is now he's looking for work and it's it's a really sad drama. <laughs> no, I don't like that. What was the scene with him? He like has a scene where he's like goes he, out to dinner with he some goes lady. to a restaurant with some lady who uh knows more about the terrorist pictures than he does. Mm-hmm. Like they were keeping it under wraps, but she was like, I know about this. And so he's like, uh, well, I owe you dinner for this or whatever. And then she's like, I don't want dinner. And he's like, all right, two martinis this way. All right. So never mind. I'm going to scratch what I said. <laughs> his his spinoff is going to be that he's the sexy, suave <laughs> government agent that has to f- uh, find attractive women that have lots of information from the government that nice. don't want they don't want dinner. They, <laughs> they just want that David Harbour dong. Mm. I kind of like the idea of this show. And it's called David Harbour dong. <laughs> it's called, uh, what's that phrase? Any, any harbor during a storm. Uh, yeah. uh, any port, I think. No, it's, that's, we're calling it any harbor during a storm. Because <laughs> I'm going to get that pun in there. Or and like he's going to get that harbor in there. Hey, harboring love, <laughs> harboring a fugitive. His name was David in the show, just like in real life. <laughs> Those, that was a real thing. Uh, would you watch another episode? No, no, <laughs> not even if you. I don't know if you paid me out. <laughs> <laughs> I got fifty dollars here that says differently. Uh, no, absolutely not. This is this is the kind of bad show that's not fun to watch. Yeah. And is not even like it is bad, but it's not even like that bad. It's like the annoying kind of bad where you're right. like, this is just so mediocre. Like I didn't even have like I thought watching Aquaman was more unpleasant, but this was just like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I just had no reaction. I was just like, okay, things are happening. And yep. then that's the end of the show. Okay. Like that's it like i don't even know there's it's there's nothing more to say about this show and i would never watch another episode and unless you paid me because then i would watch another episode but that's not that's not the conditions that's true of anything 
I'll, if you want to pay me to watch stuff, <laughs> pretty much I'll probably, I'll probably watch it. And the very last thing that we do, what is it? Oh, cut the shit. Josh, what's something you can recommend this week? Um, so aside from the obvious uh, 24 and Homeland, which this is just a merging of the two with all only the bad <laughs> yes. stuff. All the boring stuff. Um, uh, I'm going to recommend a show I haven't seen. Okay. <laughs> but sounds this way a, more interesting. A brand new thing. Uh, the show sounds so much more entertaining. Uh, it's called Designated Survivor. And it stars 24's Kiefer Sutherland. Um, and <laughs> it's probably better. The main reason I'm uh, recommending it is because it got canceled after two seasons, mm-hmm. but then Netflix picked it up for a third season. And then Stephen King went on Twitter and was like, season three of the show is so good without the restraints of television. And it made me really want to watch it. <laughs> so I'm recommending that if it's bad, blame Stephen King. And Sutherland. You're basically recommending it to yourself. Like, Josh, <laughs> yeah, go exactly. out there and watch this show. It's good. It's probably good. Watch it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to recommend a podcast this week because we haven't done that in a long time. And I've been super into it. It's called the Dan and Cody podcast. They are super duper funny. It's hard to like explain what their show is because it's just two guys that happen to be really witty and fun and fast uh, dialogue you know talking mouths <laughs> they're the exact so, opposite of me yeah <laughs> they they talk about all things like pop culture or just like what's going on the, during their weeks or whatever but and they're friends with uh our other podcast friends like uh, more gooder than and so i married a movie geek and i was just looking for a new podcast and i knew that they had been guests on those shows and i was like i'll check them out so i did and now i'm a big fan so check out the Dan and Cody podcast. They are great. And anything else you got to say this week, Josh? No, that show really. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that show sucks. Why did we pick that show? That I don't know. Stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to do it for us. As soon as I can find the words that I say. <laughs> I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet us. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of the Podfix Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Our logo is designed by Sean Matthew Leary and special thanks to Ben Hunter for help with social media uh itunes do it review us you're not going to nobody's given us a review in like 100 years <laughs> still stuck at 29 and share us with your friends tell us tell, tell us about your friends <laughs> uh we're terrible why were you even listening to this i'm mike i'm josh and that's the end of the podcast see you later oh my god from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Uh, something's <laughs> happening outside. Sound like a cat parade. Oh, it's that's right. I forgot. <laughs> it's July 7th. It's the cat parade. <laughs>